Hey everybody and welcome back to the Fitness First Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Mays of Jake's Fitness and Nutrition Coaching. Today we're going to be talking about how to lower your cortisol levels, guys. This is something that I know a lot of people struggle with and a lot of people deal with. And so I want to kind of break down some tips for you on how you can naturally lower those cortisol levels and maybe get back on track with your weight loss goals, muscle building goals, or whatever you're working towards. So first things first, sleep routine. That's going to be a big deal. If you're not sleeping enough or you're not getting the type of restful sleep that is going to help you recover between workout sessions or just between days as a whole, your cortisol levels are going to be very high. You're not going to feel very good. You're going to feel very sluggish and just not a lot of energy to really do most things day to day. Uh, so that's that's really going to be the big one. I don't care how many cold plunges you do or how long you stretch or how many times you stretch during the week. If you aren't sleeping adequately, then it's not going to matter. You're not going to be recovering well and your cortisol levels are going to be really high. So that's going to be the first thing. Let's get sleep in order. Now, the hard part about sleep is that there's not really a set amount of hours that you need. Uh, I think one time I heard it was uh, between, you know, was it? it was like between six and eight for younger people. And then between seven and nine, if you're a little bit older, I think like past 30 or 35. Uh, so that is, that is like a rough estimate, but it's going to be different for everybody. Some of the uh, best high performers in the world uh, say they sleep five to six hours a night and feel fantastic from it. Uh, and I mean, they look good. They feel like they recover good. They're, they're, productivity is also very good. Uh, I heard Elon Musk talk about this on Joe Rogan and he said, uh, six hours a night for him is the perfect amount. He feels rested. He feels energized, but also, uh, a little bit less, you know, a little bit less than that, like five hours of sleep. He said his, uh, his output goes down significantly and he just doesn't feel as good. So a lot of people say seven to eight hours. Uh, I personally sleep about six hours a night and I feel, I feel really good. Um, I think if I got out of my normal routine and started to sleep in later each day, like maybe seven hours, I think I would also feel very good. Uh, I just like to work and I like to get up in the morning and kind of get the day started. So that's just a little bit of a preference thing for me. I don't recommend everybody do that by any means. I think you need to just test some different times out and see what the best before bed routine is for you and how many hours of sleep as well. So before bed routine for a lot of people can be, you know, like when you stop looking at your phone at night, uh, maybe reading a few chapters before you go to bed of a, of a, of a fiction novel just to take your mind off of everything else you got going on in your life. Uh, I know for, for a lot of people, they need it to be cool in their apartment or their house. So maybe trying to cool down the apartment an hour before you go to sleep, that could also be very helpful. Uh, but really, Finding what works for you. Some people like to smoke some weed before they go to bed and that's, that's helpful for them. So first tip, definitely get the sleep in order. Uh, find the routine, find what works for you. And then from there, uh, we got to talk about accumulating stress. So some stress in life is inevitable and you're not going to be able to avoid it no matter how hard you try, but we can definitely try not to let it stack day to day. So something that Something that usually helps me is a is a phrase I heard once that you know like this is what hard feels like that I love that phrase because 
it basically breaks down when you're facing a challenge in your day-to-day life or you're facing a challenge with your weight loss or building muscle. It's supposed to feel hard. That's the reason why so many people don't succeed at it. And that's okay. I think a lot of times people end up building a ton of stress because their job is so hard or their you know, relationship is a little bit hard or whatever the, the situation is for them because they're looking at it from a sense of this is hard. That sucks. I wish it was easy, but easy doesn't breed good results. Long-term easy almost always guarantees that whatever outcome you have, you have gotten to will not last because once something breaks or the system falls apart or whatever that context applies to the hard will come and then you won't be able to get back to where you were. So Maybe trying to look at things just a little bit different day to day can help lower that stress a little bit. So if we fix the sleep, we start lowering the stress and then we got to start looking at training frequency. So the amount of days during the week that you work out can dramatically affect your cortisol levels, especially with the intensity. You do not have to go to the gym six to seven days a week and kill yourself in there in order to see good progress. And ultimately, that might be the reason why you're starting to see less progress the longer you do it because there's a little bit of volume accumulation from this as well. So if you're in the gym every single day, killing it in there, it will catch up with you, especially if if you're not sleeping good or your nutrition is inadequate. So I would definitely recommend maybe even taking another day off during the week letting your body get back to homeostasis, that neutral position, that in itself is going to help lower your cortisol levels and help your muscles recover and ultimately help you look and feel better. And if you look and feel better, then on the days you are in the gym, you'll be able to lift more. You'll feel better when you do it. You're less likely to get injured. It's only positives from there. I can't tell you how many people I've met that tell me they work out six to seven days a week and they're not willing to drop a day. Dropping a day could be what's actually going to help you improve in the long term. So sleep, stress levels, training frequency. And then the last one I'm going to cover on this podcast, guys, is going to be under eating frequently. So I've talked about it a bunch of times. Uh, I love the phrase. I'm pretty sure I coined it, but I love the phrase, uh, the race to the bottom. So people will train super hard. They'll do a ton of cardio. And then they'll eat as little as they can in order to lose or hit the weight loss goal that they'd like to get to. And ultimately, that under eating is going to cause a lot of issues in itself. So under eating on carbohydrates is going to make you low energy. Under eating on uh, dietary fat is going to affect your hormone levels like your testosterone, your estrogen. Uh, And then under eating on protein is going to guarantee that we do not build an adequate amount of lean muscle, which is also going to lower your metabolism and ultimately be a lot of bad stuff. So we don't want to undereat frequently for a really long stretch of time because that is also going to affect our recovery and ultimately make it harder for us to get in the gym, push it hard and see the results that we want to see and drive up our cortisol levels. So just to recap, we got a sleep routine, sleep, you know, uh, sweet sleep quality. And then we have the accumulated stress trying to you know, whether that's through meditation or outlook, try to reduce that as much as we can. Training frequency, being sure that we're not in the gym too often or we're not pushing too hard too often. It's okay to make one of those gym days an active recovery day to where you hit that zone two heart rate, which is, it would be hard to carry a conversation, 
but you could do it. You know, you'd have to like sporadically take your breaths in order to make sure that you could keep the conversation going. And then under eating, under eating extensively for a long period of time. I know it feels like it's going to get you your weight loss goal sooner, but it's not going to last. It's not going to keep the weight off for good. And it's going to drive your cortisol levels up and, and affect your recovery. So I promise if you start paying attention to these four things and work on them consistently, that your progress is going to get better. Your cortisol levels are going to go down and ultimately you're going to feel better because of it. But if you want more information on lowering your cortisol levels, I have a blog article on this on my website. It's your, it's actually my five tips on how to lower your cortisol naturally. You can check that out uh, at www.jakescoaching.com. And then if you want more tips on weight loss, you can follow me at Jake's Coaching on Instagram. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this podcast and I will see you next time.